0: Welcome to the Origins Podcast and the Origins Project Foundation. I'm your host here, Lawrence Krauss, and I want to introduce what may be a new continuing series, which is uh, really um, goes back to one of our first guests and one of our most popular podcasts with none other than, than Noam Chomsky. I asked Noam if we could periodically update our discussion by talking about current events. So here you go. Current events with Noam Chomsky. Apparently, a situation at the border where, for the last month, the largest number of refugees the 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 uh, at the border in in recent times. Um, they the Bush the Biden administration was was originally said we're not going to take any more refugees than the Trump administration did, and then and then there was pushback. Um, that's the, that's the concern at one end. At the other end, maybe there's movement towards the Dreamers. And maybe taking care of children, but what's your assessment of where this is heading? Well, first
1: of all, we should remember that the Republican leadership is publicly salivating with glee. Um, and the more people storm the border, uh, the better it is. We can frighten mm-hmm. Americans with mm-hmm. the, you know, the uh, the great replacement. They're coming here to. Kill all the white people. We've got to have lots of guns and assault rifles and defend ourselves. So they love it. And if the Democrats make any minimally humane move, the whole Republican establishment will be all over them. You're communists. You want to kill the Americans. We can come back to office. Okay. We know that's going to happen. In fact, they're saying it. So the question is what should be done? Well, what should be done is, first of all, uh, eliminate this—get rid of the structure that's been imposed since Clinton actually got much worse under Trump. The program since Clinton, early 90s, was try to drive refugees into the most hostile, brutal areas like right south of where I live, you know, you know what it's like. It's miserable. You can't barely survive. So drive refugees into there. They'll die or get killed or something, and then it'll stop other refugees from coming. Well, that Clinton policy didn't work. The situation we've created, we've created, notice, in Central America is so murderous and destructive that they're still coming. In fact, they're coming. We're responsible for that after all. It's not just, you know, century of terror and building up the Reagan's terrorist wars in the 80s. People are still fleeing from that. But many other things. For one thing, we pour guns into the region. Uh, most of the guns there are coming from the United States. Hmm. Can't buy guns in Mexico. It's very hard but you can come across the border, ask me, I can. I don't even know which end of a gun to hold, but <laughs> I could go into a gun store and say, I want to buy an assault rifle, hand it over to my favorite cartel uh, guy. That's the kind of, I'm exaggerating, but that's yeah. the kind of thing that happens. Mm-hmm. So the place is flooded with guns, uh, homicide, murders, gangs all over. Uh, it's exacerbated by the severe effects of global warming, uh, Obama made his contribution by supporting the military coup in Honduras, Obama and Clinton. The uh, There was a military coup in 2009, which eliminated a moderately reformist candidate, Mel Zelaya, restored the extreme brutality of the Honduran so-called fourteen families, the aristocracy that mm-hmm. owns the place, became one of the murder capitals of the world. There was an election under military rule, condemned by the whole hemisphere, uh, except the United States. Uh, U.S. Uh, talked about the very favorable steps of a move to democracy. The usual line: uh, place is unlivable. Combination of uh, global warming, murders, atrocities. So that's the plurality of refugees. They're coming from a recent atrocity, Uh, but it goes way back. So what can we we do? First of all, we should remove the punitive, savage policy of driving refugees into areas where they're gonna get killed and die with a brutal border patrol uh, chasing after them, free to do anything they want. There's no surveillance. In Portland, where you were, when Trump wanted to uh, smash the place up, he couldn't send the military because they were unwilling to do it. So he sent the shock troops of the Border Patrol. Yeah. Their their training is just, you know, kick anybody you like in the face. That's what we do. So we'll do it in Portland. Uh, the... Uh, so get rid of all that stuff. Allow the relief systems to work. Now there are very courageous, honorable people. No more deaths is the group that goes out into the desert, tries to provide a little bit of help to any refugee who isn't doesn't die on the way, maybe a water bottle or some medical treatment. Allow them to work. Reconstruct an asylum system, a decent legal asylum system in which people can come through the easy areas, not the harsh desert, come through the easy areas, apply for asylum. That means hiring more judges, more lawyers, facilities. It's kind of a rounding error in the budget. You know, it's not even there. And so they can be treated more or less decently, stop the policy, of trying to compel Mexico to drive them, keep them away from our borders, brutal, malicious policy. But the only good thing you can say about it is Europeans are even worse, okay? (laughs) If that makes anybody feel good. But uh, the uh, end that, and then do something about what's driving them out of Central America. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're not leaving because they want to live in uh, Portland. Yeah. They want to live at home. But home is impossible. Well, home is that's why people that's why
0: people are refugees is because home is impossible in general. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: So they uh, you know do whatever we can to help uh, reconstruct the uh, the wreckage for which we're largely responsible.
2: This episode of The Origins Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. We all have things that interfere with our happiness, obstacles that prevent us from achieving our goals. BetterHelp is a secure online service of licensed professional therapists who specialize in depression, anxiety, anger, grief, LGBT matters, and more. With BetterHelp, you connect in a convenient, safe, and secure online environment. It's not a crisis line, and it's not self-help. Better help is professional counseling with timely, thoughtful responses, all without having to leave the comfort of your home. Weekly video or phone sessions are available, and everything is confidential, professional, and more affordable than traditional in person counseling. Financial aid is even available. Start living a happier life today. As an Origins podcast listener, You'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at BetterHelp.com slash OriginsPod. Join over 1 million people worldwide who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash OriginsPod.
0: We have the technology, so those people who are being driven out of their homes because they, they have small farms and they can't produce. We have technology that allows people to grow more with less in harsher conditions. And 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 it seems to me it would be in our interest to try and export that technology as much as possible.
1: It would also be in our interest to listen to them. A yeah. lot of camp- campesinos could tell us how you can do it. Uh, they have better agricultural techniques than we do very often. So yes, we could work with them with support, give them whatever aid we can, including technology, and uh, try to help them rebuild the places we've destroyed, stop the flow of guns. Absolutely essential to stop the massive flow of guns to Mexico and Central America. It's murdering people all over. All of these things can be done, but there's one big impediment. As soon as the Democrats try to do anything minimally humane, The Republican establishment comes down on them like a ton of bricks, with all the kind of propaganda we know, and it helps get them back, get them back into office, and then tell you the honest truth. If they get back into office, we may be finished. Well, it's but because of global
0: warming. Well, there lots of reasons
1: that we face.
0: Now there are well three. I have three follow-ups here. There. Like the case of Afghanistan, if people, if one has faith that if people know what's really happening, they might do the right thing. It seems to me that there are two areas where public opinion, at least, where where Republican pushback won't, doesn't seem to be working. One is the Dreamers, and and two is the treatment of children at the border. Those are two areas where it seems to me that that humane treatment actually will help the Democrats.
1: No. Depends. Depends how powerful the famous mighty Wurlitzer is, mm-hmm. a huge propaganda uh, system, which can be used very effectively to demonize, uh, condemn, uh, you know, frighten, and so on. We're not the only country in the world who have done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at what Hitler was able to do about yeah. the Jews. Mm-hmm. And Germany was the most civilized country in the world. Look, okay, in the 1920s. Yeah. Unfortunately, these things work.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, I, well, we've said it before. And, uh, I, and I, you, you'll correct me, because I can never whether it's Goebbels or Goering who said that if you want people to do what you want them to do, it doesn't matter whether you have a democracy or dictatorship, just make them afraid. It works very well.
1: And this is a very frightened country.
0: Yeah. Fact, yeah.
1: Actually, I just, you may have seen it. There was a poll, Pew poll, a couple of days ago. Quite interesting. It uh, gave people 15 choices as to what were the major problems facing the country. Uh, Among Republicans, at the very bottom, 14% was climate change, the least important, only the most important question in human history, but the least urgent problem. At the top, was illegal immigration and the federal deficit. Hmm. That's the world we're living in. Mm-hmm. A lot of, if you want to know the answer to the, all of these problems, a lot of it is educate the American people. Yeah. A very severe problem right here. We don't have to go abroad to fix things up. We have a lot of work to do right
0: here. Yes, we do.
1: To create a civilized society.
0: If you're the hiring expert for your company, what you really need is help making your short list of quality candidates. You need a hiring partner who helps make your life easier. You need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview. All on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster, only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications, and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. Indeed makes connecting with and hiring the right talent fast and easy. With tools like Indeed Instant Match, giving you quality candidates whose resume on Indeed fits your job description immediately and Indeed skill tests that on average reduce hiring by 27%. You can choose from more than 130 skills tests, then add your must-have requirements so you only pay for applications that meet them. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com Origins. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Join now and get a $75 credit at indeed.com origins. That's indeed.com origins. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. I, you know, as a, as a sort of immigrant, I mean, you know, I, 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 I was born in the United States, but I, I, I grew up in Canada and then moved to the United States. Uh, that, uh, that was a very important thing for me. Living in two different countries really dispelled any sense of nationalism I had. Um, because you see, you, you you realize that the picture you've been given on one side of the border is very different than the other. But, but maybe this, I know this is utterly naive, but I've often wondered, would it be the end of the world? I mean, would an open border, if 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 everyone who wanted to come to the United States came, would it destroy the United States? I mean, from let's say from Central America and, and and Mexico, could I mean, could we, could, if we had a relatively open border policy, would that be a disaster? Probably
1: improve the economy. There's a lot of studies which show that the first generation of immigrants. Is some kind of cost. Second generation usually improves the economy. Yeah. Hard working. They do the jobs that other people don't want to do, establish businesses, pay taxes. Pretty soon you get a better economy.
0: Yeah,
1: probably would be good for the country.
0: Yeah, certainly. It's a very empty country, after all. It Exactly. It's pretty empty. And I remember when I lived in Phoenix here and the ridiculous sheriff, um, you know, it, it they were arresting people who were helping the economy, who were paying their taxes, and they were and 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 doing jobs, and instead costing a tremendous amount of money. And this, the net effect was to hurt the Phoenix economy by these ridiculous waves of rounding up immigrants. Well, that's generally true. I mean,
1: you know, after all, that's been the history of the country for a long time. Uh, up until the 1920s, the United States welcomed immigrants because you had to replace. The population you were exterminating—it's not exactly the way we put it—but not only exactly.
0: welcomed, but tricked them into coming, giving them land and telling them it was productive when it wasn't. A it lot of Jews—Jews—I was just speaking to a physicist whose family came from Poland to Wisconsin because they thought they could farm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's you no know, same with my parents. Yeah. Right before the ban, 1920, of course, for, except for Orientals, they mm-hmm. were kept down. Uh, Racist grounds, yeah, yeah. But uh, 1924, the major immigration law was passed, which uh, was aimed specifically at Italians and Jews. They didn't say that uh, Southern Europeans and Eastern Europeans, which meant Italians and Jews. Mm-hmm. And that lasted until the 1960s. Uh, lots of people went to gas chambers because of that. Yeah. My whole extended family, for some, couldn't get into the United States. Even after the Holocaust survivors couldn't get into the United States. I mean, it was a very brutal policy. Yeah. Well, since then, there's been other modifications. Uh, You know, Mexicans were allowed in to do the dirty work of fruit picking, which nobody wants to Uh, do—apple picking in Washington and so on. But uh, and then. Uh, the um, edu- educated sectors like uh, skilled Indian engineers, mm-hmm. we want them, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, a, it's the policies designed for our benefit, what, or perceived benefit, I should say, because it's not actual benefit. Yeah. But the uh, f- accommodating to racism, fear, irrational fear, and so on whole part of the society. Again, the, about the only good thing you can say about this is the Europeans are worse. Generally their worse. racism is more extreme. Their policies on refugees are more brutal and vicious. I don't think that should make us feel good, frankly, <laughs> yeah. but uh, we're dealing with broad questions.